Welcome to the Diversity at Work podcast, where we unpack what it's really going to take to close the gender gap in the workplace. Here is your host, leadership coach and diversity consultant, Andrea Jansen. Hey, before we dive into this week's episode, I wanted to take a minute to tell you about Ambitious Every Day. It is all of the exercises that I take my coaching clients through in the form of a journal to help you focus and take action towards your goals. And here's the great news. If you subscribe to our newsletter, you get 11 pages of the journal for free as a PDF right to your inbox. So head on over to ambitiontheory.ca and sign up. Hello and welcome to my podcast. I am Andrea Jansen, the founder of Ambition Theory, a professional coaching company. And today I'm going to be talking about skills to land a job interview so that you are prepared for any possible question they can ask. Because I actually started out as a career coach. So before I got into leadership coaching, before I went to executive coaching school, I got started as a career coach, helping people with their resumes and helping people nail job interviews. And I was actually pretty good at it. 95% of my clients would get a new job within two to three months of working with me. And you can hear all about that story in season two, episode 17 of this podcast. And in that episode, I also share things that you can do to update your resume and your LinkedIn profile so it can stand out from the crowd. Because unfortunately, the unemployment rate today in the US and Canada is very high. And I wanna make sure you are prepared in case something happens. Also looking at it from a positive side, looking at it from a state of abundance, it's like you should always be ready because you never know when opportunities could come your way. And the approach that I took back in the day with career coaching, I haven't really done career coaching in a few years, but I thought it would be great to go back into the vault and pull back some of these resources because I think they might be able to help you today. And the approach that I took was all about seeing other people's potential when they couldn't see it themselves. I could see all of these amazing skills that people had, but for some reason, they couldn't see it for themselves, let alone convince someone in a job interview that they were able to step up to the plate. They had what it takes to do this job. So I was frustrated because I could see these amazing people and I could actually imagine them doing these amazing jobs, getting their dream jobs, over-delivering, fitting into these amazing companies and working towards the career of their dreams. But a lot of these people were stuck. They would just be like, you know what? All I can do is search the internet. All I can do is this. I just have very basic skills. I don't have what it takes. And that was not the truth. And it was just really frustrating for me because I wanted these people to use their gifts in the world. I wanted them to live up to their potential. I wanted them to get out of their comfort zones, put themselves out there and really see what happens. But the challenge is they needed to sell themselves. So if they weren't convinced themselves that they had what it takes, it would be impossible for them to convince a hiring manager to take a chance on them. So that's kind of where I came in. And this is how I developed this process for helping people to prepare for job interviews. 
So back when I put this together, a lot of the interview prep that I saw on the internet, I saw in videos, I saw in traditional kind of career coaching methodologies was very scripted. So it was kind of like, let's figure out the system and practice the questions that they're going to ask you and rehearse them in advance. So when they ask you that question, you will have the perfect answer that they are looking for, right? But the thing with that is when you have a script, it's really hard to connect authentically with someone if you're just saying rehearsed lines. It's really hard to show up authentically as yourself and it's really hard for your personality to shine through when you are saying a script, when you are either reading or you've practiced so many times, it almost comes off as a robot and people can't connect with you. And the truth is today, we, there are so many, actually even more today than there was when I started, way, other ways for people to figure out things about you in a job interview process. But at the end of the day, that human connection, whether it happens on a video conference, whether it happens in person, that is really what gets you the job. And I know you might be thinking, but there's personality assessments, there's resumes, there's tests. All of those things are important, but that human connection will get you to the top of the list. Yes, the personality test. Yes, that aptitude test. Yes, your resume. Those are all things that will validate their decision. So once they've kind of been like, you know what? I like that person. I'm connected with them. I think they've got something special. Then they'll go back, double check that your resume meets the criteria, and then they'll move forward. So that authentic connection with people in the company, with people at every stage of the hiring process is super important. And that's what's going to help you stand out. So that's why it is so important to have really great stories, to have a really great way to connect with the people interviewing you throughout this process. And another problem that arose when we were trying to brainstorm as many questions that the interview could ask you is that there would always be one question that would stump people. One question, it doesn't matter how hard you brainstorm, it doesn't matter how many Google searches you do, how many people you talk to that have applied to that company, there's always one question that you don't know, that you get stumped at. And if you have these overly rehearsed answers and you haven't rehearsed the answer to that one question, you're gonna get stuck, you're gonna trip over your words and you're not gonna be able to deliver a great answer on that question. So that was the challenge that was coming up. And I realized we needed to have a different way to prepare people for interviews. So my approach was to help them prepare a library of stories that show how amazing they are and then teach them a way that they could pull from those stories and really use them to answer any question that comes their way. So what I did is I put together a list of questions to prepare people that I actually sent to every single client. So no matter what industry they were in, I had people in the tech industry, I had people in the healthcare industry, and these exact same questions worked in every industry. And at first, to be honest, the clients didn't believe me. So they would listen to the advice of their friends. They would say, you know what? I need to prepare the answer to what is my greatest weakness. And I need to kind of think about 
a really, really good weakness that the employer is going to want to hear. I'm going to make these scripts and I'm going to practice them and then I'm going to nail the interview. So first they didn't actually believe me and they followed the advice of their friends. But then after I had a coaching session with them and we practiced out loud for an hour, the shift in their confidence was incredible. So if you think about it this way, if you are writing for somebody else, if you're writing about what you think they want to hear, you're actually giving up control of yourself. You're actually not really showing up as your authentic self. But when you write stories and you talk about yourself, you talk about your accomplishments as you prepare for things, the shift in confidence is incredible. So when you're going into the interview, your level of confidence is a lot higher. Whereas if you're just kind of rehearsing scripted answers, you've kind of like thought about what they want to hear. You've asked your friends what to say. Maybe you've even copied things off the internet that didn't actually deliver that shift in confidence so that people could really connect authentically. People could well the interview and ultimately get them the job. So that is the thing that I was able to do for my clients in this process. Give them more confidence so that when they showed up, they could wow the interviewer. So I actually went back in my OneDrive folder and I found this exact same document that I shared with my clients to get them ready for their job interviews. And I'm going to share it with you today on this podcast. So here we go. So the approach that I use is the SAR approach. I think you it's it's designed based on the STAR approach, which is situation, task, action, result. But I like to keep things simple because you're going to be pulling from these stories on the fly. So the less things you have to remember, the better. So it stands for situation, action, result. So when you are talking about accomplishments from previous jobs, I want you to frame them using this approach. So situation, action, result. This will help you to organize your thoughts, but it also helps you articulate yourself to keep the interest of the interviewer. Because if you think about it, when people are interviewing, especially today, because most interviews are gonna be online, maybe they're interviewing eight people in one day and you are number six, right? You think about how exhausted they are by the time they get to you and then they still have two more people after you. So at the end of the day, when they're trying to figure out of all these eight people, who was the best? Who do they remember? If you can keep their attention, that will help you stand out. So this is the power of having a strong framework and sticking to it in your interview because actually you'll be able to keep them interested. You'll be able to keep them entertained and they'll be able to remember you because it is exhausting interviewing people all day long. So I'm going to share with you an example of one story, and then I'm going to share with you how you can use that exact same story to answer three different questions just by focusing on different aspects of that story, depending on what the interviewer asks you. So here's the overall example. So the situation is you started working at a financial services consulting firm as a receptionist. You quickly learned all the aspects of the job, you got positive feedback from your manager, and you had extra capacity to take on more. Okay, the action was when your manager asked how you were doing, you were honest and you said you had some extra capacity and could take on additional projects beyond your role as the receptionist. Your manager asked if you had any experience in online marketing and if you could help the senior partner developing a strategy. 
and you actually had a little bit of knowledge of social media, but you didn't know how to use it within the financial services industry. But you know what? You said you'd be willing to learn about it. And the result was you worked directly with the senior partner. You made recommendations to use blogs, Twitter, and LinkedIn to promote the company. The partner was super happy and they implemented this strategy. So now I'm going to say some questions and then I'm going to I'm going to explain how you can frame this exact same story in three different ways. So the first question is, tell me about a time when you went above and beyond what was expected of you. So for this question, you could focus on how you were hired as the receptionist, but you showed initiative to take on more projects. You can still tell this entire story, but you spend more time explaining how you got to be doing more. So spend more time explaining that conversation that you had with your manager about having more capacity to take things on, how you brought up the fact that you actually knew about social media and were willing to learn more. And you can highlight that you took that initiative and really at the end, share that result that they implemented your strategy. The second question is, tell me about a time when you had to work on something and you didn't know how to start or what to do. So in that case, you could answer the question by talking about the process you went through to develop your strategy. So for example, you took your personal knowledge of social media, then you learned on your own about how this applies to financial services. You can talk about you read the internet, you talked to clients, you asked people in the office, you read industry publications, you did an audit of other competitors, competitors, how they were using social media in their business. You could also talk about how you came with up with some preliminary ideas. You shared them with the senior partner. You got feedback, you tweaked them, and then you made your final recommendation. So really highlighting the process of what you went to, to really figure out that online marketing strategy. So the next question could be, tell me about a time when you had to educate a colleague on a process or subject that they weren't familiar with. So for this question, you just spend more time talking about your interactions with the senior partner, um, that they didn't really know about online marketing, what you did to get them comfortable with the idea of social media, how you presented your ideas to them, how you got them to buy in, and ultimately how you were able to get them to be part of this success. So that is a really simple way of having one story in your library and then being able to frame it in different ways. So instead of trying to come up with an answer to every specific question, you have a general story that really highlights all these amazing things that you bring to the table and then you can highlight different ones depending on what the interviewer asks you. So what I like to people to do is really get their brain started in seeing what they're good at, seeing what they brought to the table, seeing what their potential is before we even practice the interview question. So building up that library of stories, because as you're doing that, you are building your confidence. And when you have confidence, you can sell yourself. If you don't have confidence, if you're not showing up confidently, it is really hard to sell yourself in a job interview. So I'm going to give you a bunch of questions and I want you to come up with stories and frame them in the SAR approach. So situation, action, result. Keep it very simple. So I'm going to read them all to you right now. So come up with two to three strengths and two to three weaknesses 
and an example of how you used your strength or overcame your weakness. So this is actually a really popular interview question. People are like, how do I share the weakness? Because what am I going to say? Oh, maybe I'll say I'm a perfectionist because that's kind of a strength, right? But the thing is, be honest, right? The thing that they're looking for here is they just want to know that you are self-aware because nobody's perfect. So be honest with your weakness and make sure you share what you're doing to overcome it. So what are you doing to work on it? What are you doing to become more aware of this weakness so it doesn't hold you back anymore? That is the key to that question. Um, How you approach a situation that you don't know how to handle. What did you do and what was the outcome? Think about a time where things did not go as planned. Um, What has been the most situation you have ever found yourself in at work? How did you handle it? What obstacles or difficulties have you ever faced in communicating your ideas to a colleague, a manager, a supplier, or a customer? Think about a time where you had to manage a group of people, but they weren't your direct reports. What did you do and what was the outcome? How do you help other people reach their goals? Describe a time when you solved a problem for somebody else and what approach you took. What was the result? Tell me a time where you had more than one thing to do at work, but not enough time to do them all. How did you handle it? Tell me about a time when your manager or your teammates were happy with your work. Think about a time when you had to work with a difficult person. How did you, how did you do this and how did it turn out? Think of a time when you were communicating with someone and they just didn't get it. What did you do to help them understand the situation? How did it turn out? What are you most proud of in your work? So take these questions, literally sit down and write down answers in the situation action result framework. And if you do this for 10 of these questions, so just choose 10 of them, come up with 10 stories, you will have enough to answer literally any question that comes your way in the interview because you can frame different aspects of the story. And then you're not going to be stuck. You're going to be able to pull from these stories because you've been writing them down. You've been reading them. You've been practicing them out loud. So you'll be able to highlight this amazing story in your interview. So that is what I want you to do today. And if you aren't looking for a job right now, if you aren't preparing for an interview, this is actually a great exercise to do anyways, because it will build your confidence. It will help you to advocate for yourself in your company. It will help you to build your personal brand. It'll help you to sell yourself inside your company because part of getting ahead is also selling yourself internally. So these exercises are great for people who are looking for a job and they're actually great for people inside their company when you're looking to get ahead. And I wanna give you one trick um, if you find yourself rambling on or lost in the framework. Cause you know, sometimes you'll tell a story and your mouth will just start going and you're a little nervous in an interview. And then you just realize you're like, where am I at in this story? I feel like I've been talking for 10 minutes. This is what I want you to do. So remember the framework situation action result. If you find yourself rambling, if you feel like the interviewer is kind of nodding off, losing interest, in what you're talking about, I want you to just pivot to the result. So stop where you are, finish the current sentence that you're in and say the result and say, okay, you're blabbling on, I did this, then I did this, and this person was happy, and then we did the presentation, and you're rambling on and on and on. Just stop yourself and say, and then we closed the deal and we made $10 million for the company. Or because of this, we increased sales by 5% or because of this, 
we stopped the conflict and we can actually work together at a team again. So really just stop yourself wherever you're at in the story and pivot to the result. And then the interviewer will ask you the next question. So really focusing on that result. What did you do for the company? If you could end every story that way, that's going to wow the interview and that's going to want going to want them to have more of you. So I really hope that this was helpful for you if you are looking for a job or if you're just looking for ways to sell yourself and advocate for yourself inside your company right now. And I would love to hear from you. I am actually thinking of bringing back career coaching under the Ambition Theory brand as a new offering to really help people navigate these uncertain times that we are facing today. So I would love to hear from you if you are interested in this or if you see something that I could add to this program or you have some ideas to share with me, send me a message either on social media, I'm on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook, or go to my website, it is ambitiontheory.ca, and you can send me an email through the website. Thank you so much for listening, and I will be back next week with more tools to help you navigate your job search during these uncertain times. Hi there. Before you go, I was wondering if I could ask you a huge favor. Can you click on iTunes and give the podcast a five-star review and also a comment? This would mean the world to me. It also helps us to spread the word about the podcast and attract higher profile guests. We want to be able to deliver thought leadership around diversity inclusion every single week and having more reviews on iTunes will help us to do that and help us to keep the show going for free for you. So please head to iTunes right now, give us a five-star review and leave us a comment. Thanks so much. 